Welcome to the Mama Outspoken Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jill. And I'm your other co-host, Bobby. Welcome back to Mama Outspoken Podcast. This is episode five. Damn. Right? I can't believe it. Five episodes already. (laughs) It's a milestone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this episode, we are talking about what has stood out to us most during my pregnancy or impacted us most during our pregnancy. We'll give you our peaks and valleys, and then we'll each give you our our answer for that question. Bobby. Yes. Tell us about your peak and valley for this week, please. All right. Peak for this week would be Sunday fun day at my parents' house. Why? Because they have a pool. <laughs> and it's been really hot out by that i feel bad for cursing but sorry it's been really fucking hot out (laughs) and working outside all day and especially with the three days that were just insane heat humidity and 85 but felt like 95 yeah sunday funny has always been a good uh even though it was like the tail end of the week and it cooled off but still Hanging out with them. Hanging out with the family, barbecue, and get to see my sister and her kid. Daughter. Your niece. My goddaughter. Yeah, that too. (laughs) Yeah, so. So is the heat your valley? Heat is my valley. It's just been brutal. Because you work outside. Yeah, and it's just suffocating. Like (laughs) It's funny, because I saw something online (laughs) that's like, when it's before June, it's like the first few weeks of that heat that come in. It's oh, like, yeah. you can't stand it. But then once June 21st oh, hits yeah. and it's summer, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's just summer. I can handle this heat. It's oh, like, yeah. what makes it's just, that difference? It's just an initial <laughs> few days when you don't expect it to be that hot and that, that early, humid. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not the it's not it being the temperature, it's the humidity yeah. that actually makes it the worst because it was you just bad. can't breathe. Yeah. That's my peak in valley. Okay. Um how about yours? Let's see. My peak is that I am taking steps towards self-care for myself. And I have decided to see a nutritionist to help balance out my hormones, especially being that now I am trying oh i am so (laughs) i've gotten my my period back now that i'm trying to wean from breastfeeding and my hormones are completely out of whack because for a little while i had started weaning and then zeklin kind of snuck back in there and started me back into production again which then screwed up my hormones Fuck you, hormones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then now we're trying to lean again. So now I'm just even more screwed up. <laughs> but we're trying to figure out if Insane we can. in the membrane. <laughs> I'm trying to see if we can help balance things out with my diet and exercising and bringing in more healthy foods and better recipes and kind of doing some meal planning. So my valley is that I am currently trying to do a sober month and not drink. And it is really hard to do that during the summer. That's a fail because you just had a drink last episode. Uh Uh-huh. And you didn't let me finish, Bobby. Sorry. (laughs) Well, I decided it was too hard and that on the weekends I might drink a little bit because like you said, Sunday fun day. (laughs) 
So it's like a weekday sober for the month. And that's what we're doing it. And that's why it's a valley because it's hard. And so I gave in a little bit, but baby steps to self-care, right? Always. It's always baby steps. So that is why when we go into this part of the episode, I will not be sharing what I'm drinking because I am not drinking. Yet. Today. (laughs) (laughs) So, Bobby, would you please tell us what you are drinking today? Sure. What I got here is a double dry hop, double IPA from Monkish from California. Dicky traffic. How is it? I know you just opened it. It is delicious. Awesome. Cheers. Okay. So our last episode was a little on the longer side. This episode may not be so long. We're going to make up for it. Um, this episode is kind of like our transition point from our pregnancy experience to our labor and delivery experience. And then we'll transition again into postpartum experience. So this is our last pregnancy issue here that we're going to talk about. And the question at hand is what was the most impactful thing about pregnancy, either that you learned that you experienced Um, that you don't ever want to go through ever again, but pregnancy, not labor and delivery. Declan was in my belly and that is it. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. I have, you have an answer. So I would say the changes and it's every, every woman's going to be different with carrying a child and there's mood swings, but it, Honestly, it really wasn't as bad as other stories, what I've heard. Mm-hmm. On how I could act? Yeah. Okay. It's like, you always, like, they portray it. They portray it as, like, something that, oh, shit, they're going to lose their mind. And you're just going to be, like, huddled in the corner somewhere crying yourself to sleep because they're so rageful. Like. <laughs> movie af <laughs> yeah so like i don't think it was like that at all i mean you had your you had your moments but i mean for the most part it really wasn't as bad as i thought it would but it, that's my preconceived notion of pregnant women mm-hmm. so like i you expected worse than what I you expe- actually dealt with i did okay. well i've never dealt with a pregnant woman so like <laughs> for you being pregnant <laughs> it was actually really not as bad as I would. Told you. Yeah. Okay. So don't believe what they say until unless you unless you've been through it or you know somebody who has. I feel like you get the wrong outlook on how women are when they're pregnant because I feel like most women. I'm not gonna say that I know anything about this, but but like I'm just gonna guess. Maybe most women are, what's the word to say? Like, no, most women have a good, they're good when they're pregnant. It's the aftermath when they give birth that. The postpartum period. Yeah. But there's bigger issues. On I here. think there's more issues when it's postpartum mm-hmm. and stuff like that than it is when you're just pregnant. 
I mean, you have your mood swings and something like that, but like, and I mean, I'm, I'm not talking from any medical or whatever experience. Like it's just some women get crazy. Some women don't, it all depends. But I feel like with the baby inside you is probably the easier part of pregnancy than mm -hmm. giving birth. That's how it's said. I think now that I am postpartum, almost a year, I look back and I, I think, even though I hated being pregnant, absolutely did not enjoy one bit of pregnancy. I look back and I would rather stay pregnant forever than give birth and be postpartum ever again. I'd just rather be perpetually pregnant. <laughs> like, it was so much easier than what I'm going through now and what I went through when I actually gave birth. Well, yeah, because you didn't, you don't have somebody else around to take care of. Oh yeah, but not even <laughs> that, but like with the moods uh, changes and you know, my body changes I was able to handle a little bit better than now. Your mood changes weren't that bad. They weren't. Compared they are to, now. Oh yeah. Well, look what you have running around the house. You got a little <laughs> kid running around the house. Of course your moods are going to be different. <laughs> You're a demon child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's the best. All right. He could be worse. He could be worse. Don't expect... Like, like I was saying before, it's like, not everybody's going to be the same. Not every woman's going to be the same with how they deal with pregnancy. Mm -hmm. So don't rely on information that you get from anybody. It's like, even if it's your parents, it Take doesn't it with matter. Take a grain of salt. Yeah. Don't. Don't apply it. Until don't apply it until you know how you're, oh, how yeah. you're acting because it could turn out totally different. Yeah. And I feel like everybody, it's like everybody's different. Take it like that. Everybody is different. And so is, so are people, so are women. Sorry. <laughs> it's so, appropriate to say people now. No, I know. But women are different when they are pregnant, but it's not always a bad thing and it's not always like it's not always going to turn out bad it's not always going to be like what other people say like you know what i mean like yeah i know what you mean yes because what could, somebody could say may work for you but not work for me exactly well mm -hmm. hating pregnancy it was hard to find something you took it very well though that stands out to be a good thing for me um and i'm sure i'll after we do this episode figure out something else. i should have said this um it's always but as i'm thinking about it yes i did handle it very well i did complain a lot that i hated being pregnant you did but, but i didn't like show it i, I didn't get upset outwardly about it. Um, you think that's why I'm curious. You think that's why you have the postpartum issues that you do because you didn't get them out before. You know what I mean? Cause I didn't express how yeah. I felt. And I just complained. It about was it, just I hidden. Actually, like, yeah, it could be, it, I mean, it could be a question. predisposition for it. Like just, I'm, I'm just curious. Keeping feelings at bay then, um, that now it's kind of like burst out. Like you would just, as a normal person, you keep things bubbled up, you know, that you keep things submerged for a while until it blows up in your face. And that's what postpartum did for me. It just all kind of came out and blew up in my face. Kind of makes sense. So there was one point when I think it was in my third trimester, getting closer to, um, it was definitely third trimester when he was moving around a lot more. Yeah. And you I mean, that was stomach, like, pretty out. freaking awesome, but that was cool. I like that part. There's, there's two parts to this that I want to talk about. One being, at one point, I asked you to just hold my stomach up. Yes. From, like, you mm -hmm. stand behind me, wrap your arms around me, and just hold my stomach. 
That actually works. Oh my God, the relief I felt. <laughs> it felt so freaking good to just have somebody else hold that weight for me for a little while. And did you know that doulas will help moms do that? Yes. And they they wrap around a scarf and they just hold you up a little bit. I heard on the radio where uh, I think it was the radio. Yeah. This woman gave natural birth and oh it was a famous person yeah it was um who the hell was it she, she younger like you you would know if i said the name uh-huh I, for, I forget her name but she was famous and she had like a couple doulas yeah and this first time i heard the word doula outside of our home yeah and it, they said she had a couple doulas and these other people trying to help like and her younger son watched the birth. That's cool. And she's and she's like up front. I think it was Hillary Duff. Yes, Hillary Duff. Oh yeah. Yeah, and she gave birth the naturally and um she's she was saying that she was like open with her son and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So he asked questions yeah. and she told him everything, but like uh it was They were talking about how that they did that. Yeah. <clears throat> That's cool. But I think that was like one of the most impactful things in my body. The other thing is that I realized that part of the reason why I did not enjoy my pregnancy was that I did not feel bonded to my baby while it was growing inside of me. Like I felt like I was almost just growing like a surrogate, this thing inside of me and not a soul. Like the surrogate. Yeah. Like it just had no attachment to me at all. And I, I did speak about this a little bit and I kind of felt like this might be related to how I feel about death. Being a funeral director, I am able to go ahead and embalm a body without feeling any remorse, remorse, not remorse, but any like sorrow for that person that is in front of me as I take care of them or feel uncomfortable about it or because, I think it's because not I know the soul has left. And it is just a vessel. But also it's not your family. I, 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 I feel like I would yes, look at it that way. That's why I did not want to take care of my own grandmother when she passed. Because I know I would not have been able to do that. Even though I do know that her soul had passed on. And it was just a vessel. I still would not have been able to do that. But I have embalmed people I do know. And have been okay with it. That weren't related to me. Because I know the soul was gone and it was just the vessel that i was working on and my purpose was to help their family heal heal by me restoring this person back to a state that they recognized and loved instead of looking like an empty vessel and with that in same kind of idea i think i applied to me growing a human a tiny human inside of me is that i think i because there was no movement, there was nothing other than me seeing a sonogram. I didn't make that connection that there was a soul there yet, that it was, that it was just a fetus. And that's all it was to me. And what, at what point do you think you made that connection? Made that connection? Because I know there was a, there was a point where you showed me where he was like kicking or punching and you could see your stomach. Move. Definitely. It was, I, I got a little bit closer to getting that connection in the third trimester when we started to see yeah. movement um, from just him moving in my belly. Um, but I didn't make that bond until postpartum. 
And it was over what a month. What bond are you supposed to make with just, the kids that's inside uh, you? I mean, moms who are listening, they'll they'll know what bond I'm talking about. But it's that that knowing that this is your child and the unconditional love automatically. Like I just felt like, okay, it's a baby. It's whatever. When I first had him, let me ask you this. I don't think I've ever asked you this before. What about? Do you think that um your work in the mortuary science and being a funeral director, do you think that took away from that? Well, that's what I was just saying. I think so. I think I kind of like took yeah, but this, this and applied is a, it to but this. This is a baby being, this is a person being baby born. being born. I know. And I know dying. there's a soul there. Like obviously, you know, it's, it's there. It's right but in front of you. I don't know. There was just something about it that I just did not connect. And I do or think was, it was because of my experience as a funeral director, for or sure. was it because he first, when he was delivered? <sighs> I don't think that's it. Because I still got to hold him right after when we were in recovery. Yeah, but. I don't know. Maybe if I had a natural If you had delivery, a natural delivery, it would have been different. I think so. Because it was a traumatic experience having a cesarean. And it was just more traumatic on my body. Oh, he's, than anything else because of my fight or flight response and how oh, yeah. I convulsed pretty much through the whole entire surgery. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that was, was just terrible. Um, yeah, how do you think I felt? <laughs> I'm just sitting there watching you fucking shake and they're like, everything's all right. Yeah. Except for the anesthesiologist is like, are you okay? Just yeah. kept piling more and more. more but that, that's what I don't understand. Like, well, we'll talk about that in the next episode. <laughs> episode because that's going to be labor and delivery <laughs> all right so we transitioned into yeah so we're we're gonna next, cut it off here because next episode because <laughs> it's also longer than i said it was going to be yeah way to go we didn't leave them hanging <laughs> i know right oh okay so this here we is are. like when the best part of the show happens uh, <laughs> and the commercial comes <laughs> so see you next week see ya. <laughs> next week we'll talk about more about my labor and delivery and whatever else is going to happen next week so thanks for tuning in for this episode thanks guys <laughs> see Peace. you next time thanks for listening we hope you'll join us next week 